Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of whatever this show is called. I'll be your host, Christoph Heinen, broadcasting to you directly from the mystical foothills of Northern California. Sitting here on the tailgate of my Toyota Tacoma, enjoying a big wave golden ale after a very productive week, a very productive day, getting a new project going, and I'm just reminiscing over the fact that there is so much, (laughs) there's so much of this stuff online, there's so much of this self-help literature out there, Um, YouTube videos, courses, whatever you want to call it, and it's all geared around finding your dream job and your, your your passion and making money with your passion and finding your dream job the the one job that is like you know where you feel so lit up and so on purpose and I'm not really wanting to knock that because I think it's important to love what you do for sure but I'm reflecting over the last however many years um, and it hasn't been until really the last year, year and a half, when I started to realize that, man, I I really, I really love my job. And for so many years, like decade or two, I was fighting it so hard. I thought, oh man, construction, build it, carpentry. That's not, that's just not my thing. I honestly couldn't even, I I would like look at an impact driver or look at a, 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 uh, circular saw and just kind of cringe like ooh I whatever I don't want to do that like Lord don't make me be a builder don't make me be in construction like please I hate it <clears throat> and I really did but for whatever reason I just kept getting jobs I kept getting jobs building I kept getting jobs laying pipe in the ground it's just what needs to get done. And so it's like, I got to make money, right? So it is. it wasn't until, I don't know, like I said, last year, year and a half, where it just it started to dawn on me like, wow, what, what fun I'm having. <laughs> and, and I started really getting out of this idea, like I have to find some other career. I have to find like, in The Course of Miracles, which is a fascinating book, very chunky text. It's like over a thousand pages, but it's just a brilliant text, a channeled text that came through a woman named Helen Shookman and a guy named um, Bill Thedford. They were psychology professors at Columbia University. And I'll, I'll spare like the whole huge story. There's, there's more episodes on that for sure. But um, basically it's this text that's, it's a course. It's um it's a journey. It's a, it's a blueprint for removing the blockages of love and to unravel the, the mind, the self, the soul, whatever you want to call it, from like bondage, from bondage to suffering, from bondage to um, hate, and from just like all the bondage of the ego, the, the bondage of the small self. And the Course in Miracles just, it, it continually um, sort of uproots these beliefs that we have 
which sort of justify our own suffering. And it really does bring you more and more, the more you practice it, into a place of, of peace. And one of the main things that The Course in Miracles talks about is this concept of idolatry. Hey, boy. And, and it's, it's neat to learn. It's like, according to The Course in Miracles, you know, idolatry and, and, and idol worship, it leads to suffering, right? But it's not like you go to a Hindu temple and you see an image of Ganesh and all these people are praying to Ganesh and Durga or whatever. And it's like, it's like, oh God, these people are, are, are worshiping a false idol and, and that's terrible. They're going to hell. Jesus specifically spoke about this in the Ten Commandments, you know, talked about how horrible that was and everything. It's not like that. It's idol worship, according to the Course in Miracles, is when you put something else in front of your connection to source. When you, when you put something else in front of your own inherent nature, your own inherent connection to the divinity which exists in you and in all things. And so, for example, you know, thinking like, okay, once I get, a, once, I, once I start making like 20 grand a month or whatever, then it's going to be great. Oh, I can't wait for that to happen. I'm going to have to be able to buy all these things. My life will be so easier. I can't imagine a problem existing if I was making $20,000 a month, right? And the fact of the matter is, is like, that's a false idol. If you don't have a connection to source and if you don't have a, a way of, of orienting your mind towards peace, just on a consistent basis, no matter how much money you have, you're, you're still impoverished, right? You can, have, you can have won the jackpot, but if you're still like addicted to drama and substances and all this kind of thing, then, you know, you're just, you're just probably adding fuel to the fire of suffering. You're probably missing out even more. It's probably going to cause you somehow even more, even more problems, right? Same thing with like, that's what I'm getting around to is that the idea of this dream job, this thing that I'm meant to be doing on this planet, which, which, um, you know, utilizes my passion and my skill in this perfect way. And all of a sudden I'll have my dream job and everything's perfect. Well, that's like a false idol too. And the more I started to realize that thinking like, man, this, this idea that I have in some distant future where I'm going to find my dream job the perfect thing that I'm actually designed to be on this planet to do. Once I find that, I'll be making all kinds of money and I'll all be good and then I'll be happy and okay and liked by others and, and all these other things, right? And that's, that's an idol. That's putting something else in front of the present moment connection with the Holy Spirit or with the divinity, with the presence uh, with just presence itself. There's all kinds of idols, right? There's like, once I find the perfect partner, once I, you know, get that car, once it's money is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, geographical location, you know, all these things that the world is trying to entice us with and offer us. If we think that that's going to actually like cause us to be happy, then, then we're off then that's, that's idol worship. And the Course just talks about that quite repeatedly in the text that it's just, you know, just watch out and just like, 
That's going to... I'm hearing a weird noise. Oh, there's a cat in my truck. Hey, Tiger. Oh, and Kevin. They're both in my truck. Hey, guys. God, they're cute. Okay, I needed to... Um, I was getting really distracted by my dog just panting like that and the cats and the truck and everything. So now I'm in my um, official studio here. So where was I? Um, the idol worship, the idol, um, putting an idol before your connection with, with divinity, with truth, thinking that something in this world of form, which in a lot of traditions is called the world of illusion, right? Because everything is just like, it's, it's so fleeting here. All the forms are so fleeting. Um, everything's just composed of mainly like these these waves, uh, you know, energy in, in its wave form. We think it's solid, but when you really really get into it, you'll you find that everything's just like these packets of energy wavelengths, and our our minds decode them to believe that they're actually solid. So this whole thing is a big dream. It's temporary. It's super wishy washy, and to really put your um, faith in believing that something in this world is going to make us happy is just, it's just, um, it's a dead end. It's not going to work. So for so long, I had that, I had that idle, idle belief that if I find that dream job, you know, it's all going to be good. It's going to be great. And it's going to fulfill me. But slowly and slow, slower and slower, I started to see, I started to really question that belief. The more I read the course and the more I, I just, kept the universe keeps giving me these jobs and I keep getting better at this at the craft of construction and building and carpentry and plumbing and electrical and I mean everything just basic third dimension practical fixing creating building um the universe kept giving me this these trades jobs and I'm like oh, this is what's happening and then I also seeing how much my clients benefit from my work and how happy they are when something's fixed beautifully or, or created for them. And uh, it's like this co-creative effort. And it's just, it's just like a wonderful way to serve. It's very unglamorous, you know, but it's, it's functional and it pays the bills and a little bit left over at the end. And um, the reason I'm getting into all this is because just coming home today, you know, celebrating a, a, a good week with a nice, cold beer and and a little podcast and just and just just reflecting on how much I love my career right now like not to say that I don't want to work towards you know continuing to explore my passions um you know the breath work and the and this podcast and you know other other business ideas and creative explorations but at the same time I come back with this great feeling of satisfaction and feeling wow I was really I was really I was really stuck for a while there thinking like oh I'm such a I'm such a loser for just not living my highest potential and you know activating my dream job and this and that it's really not about that I, I think really what it comes down to and I heard this in Abraham a lot it's like wherever you are whatever job you're doing Find the things that you love about it. Find the things that you're grateful for about whatever situation you're in. If it's your house, you think your house is so terrible, just find the things that you're grateful for about your house because it literally is. It's like that creates a frequency and that creates a resonance 
within your within your energy body that begins to attract like it really is like attracts like and so when you're finding things that you're grateful for then that's what you're focusing on instead of just dwelling on the on the negative and dwelling on how horrible you hate something it just doesn't just doesn't pay off in the end so i wanted to share this little um insight that wherever you might be with regard to your job or your or your partner uh your career your house whatever it is it really it really does work it really really helps it really pays off to spend some time you know writing down or just contemplating the things you're grateful for about it you know there, there's always an upgrade there's always something better on the other side of the fence the grass is always greener but, but what can you appreciate about where you are right now and then with that kind of energy and that kind of attitude i find that things begin to open up thing and opportunities start to happen and you know for example i was just i just got a raise and i didn't even ask for it but i just feel like it was like my enthusiasm on the job uh, and i and i was kind of feeling like eh, i could probably charge more for for my services right now but it just came out of the blue and and the client was like you know you're getting you're getting paid you're getting paid this you're getting paid more now and i was like wow sweet I really feel like that came out of just like having joy for my for my work, having joy for for being able to be of service, being having joy for being able to pay the bills and 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 continuing to learn every day. And the cool thing about my job is like, you know, I, I'm my own boss, I'm self-employed. I get to be outside, there's creative problem solving. I'm I mean, I'm like I'm working with with wood and with the elements and with trees and and with the sun and and I, and I'm and I'm thinking about the four directions and there's just all these things involved that are so fascinating and so so much more fun than like having some kind of career that I could have gotten had I gone to college and followed a certain path not that I'm dissing anyone who's done that but it's like there's so much value to me in having a job where I'm I'm like working under the sun and feeling the breeze and, and, and putting my hands in the earth, you know, as I'm laying a foundation or something like that. It's, it's really significant and really rewarding. And I think, wow, you know, I'm getting paid a certain amount and I get to have this experience, you know, this, this experience of connecting with nature. And I get to have this experience of connecting with my clients and the people I'm working with. And I'm not even like high on mushrooms and I'm not even like... I'm about three quarters of a beer in, so I'm not even drunk. I'm just, I'm just amazed, you know, after having so much resistance to doing this kind of work and just thinking like, I will never do construction. I don't even care. I'll never do it. And then here I am doing it every day. Really, really love, really loving it. And, and knock on wood, I don't want to like jinx myself, but because sometimes it sucks, but you just, even when it sucks, you just gotta, you just gotta be grateful. You, it's, gratitude just pays in enormous returns enormous because if you're grateful for the situation you're in then you have the the presence and you have the um like the energy from that to attract or explore or create a different situation for yourself and you're not going to do that if you're getting depressed and miserable with where you're at 
thinking about how much every situation you're in sucks so bad because that just depletes your energy, depletes your life force so fast. And, uh, you know, that's why that, that coherence breath is so helpful. Breathing in five and breathing out five and establishing that rhythm and adding to that rhythm whatever you're grateful for. You know, just a thought of grateful. It might even just... So often I'm just grateful for my shoes. Like, ah, my shoes, they work. They keep my feet, you know, they, they keep my feet uh, protected. That's so awesome. I love these shoes. I can go running in them, do all these amazing things. Oh my God, I have a truck too. I'm so grateful for my truck. And a guitar, and just list goes on, you know, like my friends, my family. And then I'm feeling... You know, I'm feeling balanced. I'm feeling coherent. From that place, I have creative energy available to me to dream up and imagine other ideas, other, 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 um, other inspirations, other paths, other journeys, other jobs, other business ideas. You know, all these other ways to just be alive. So cool. I thank you all so much for listening, if indeed you have. I'm not even worried about I'm probably going to change the name of this podcast a hundred times. I'm just going to play with it and riff on it and see what happens. Maybe I won't even change it ever again. I don't even know. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, though, because it's probably pretty boring to listen to. It's boring to talk about. It doesn't really matter. But anyway, I wish you all a uh, really great weekend. Um, of course, I'm going to still be broadcasting, but... Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, the 5-5 five, five coherence breath. Box breathing. More to come. Love you all. Thanks so much. Om Namah Shivaya. Thank you.